Hello, this is Reb Brad. You're listening to the From the Touchline podcast, a production of Soccer Chaplains United. We're in the middle of a unique series which began a few weeks ago with the Orthodox and Celtic observance of Advent. We're nearly in the middle of this season of waiting and preparation, and there are less than 20 days remaining before Christmas. Since the 8th century, the Church has been singing the O Antiphons. The O Antiphons are so named as each line begins with an O. Perhaps the most famous of these are the words and verse which begins, O come, O come, Emmanuel. Now, an antiphon is a short sentence or phrase which is usually sung or recited before or after a psalm or canticle. Altogether, there are seven antiphons, and these are usually sung each evening in the week leading up to Christmas. For the past few weeks, and for a few weeks more, I'll share a short reflection, and then the antiphon will be read and then sung. Feel free to sing along, or to simply listen and reflect upon what Christ might be speaking to you during the season of Advent. We begin in a minute. Celtic Advent, and this week we're reflecting on the fourth Advent antiphon, and again there's a reference to ancient Israel and the rule of perhaps the most famous of Israelite kings, King David. Listen to the words of the antiphon. O come, thou key of David, come, and open wide our heavenly home. Make safe the way that leads on high, and close the path to misery. Last week we looked at the rod or root, or shoot, of Jesse. And the words of Isaiah the prophet framed our understanding about the champion arising out of the line of Jesse. Now, of course, David was such a champion. His defeat of Goliath and the Philistines and his successful campaigns against Israel's enemies helped the Davidic monarchy to ascend to a golden era age. But Isaiah comes after David. He's speaking to a people for whom his words probably reminded them, maybe even bitterly, that there used to be a better day. But as Isaiah tells them, there is hope that out of the ashes will come this new and ultimate champion. Jesus of Nazareth is the ultimate rod of Jesse. He is the champion of champions, and his conquering is not just over mortal enemy, but over death itself. This week, though, the title Key of David serves as our focal point. Now, if you Google Key of David, you might come across some very interesting things. Namely, there's a church out there called the Philadelphia Church of God, and a man by the name Gerald Flurry, who's written a book by that same title and has a television show. Flurry essentially is a cultic leader, and he's espoused this idea that the Key of David is some secret, mysterious power that Jesus wants all of us to have and to share. He also has some other wrongful ideas, suggesting that British and U.S. Anglo peoples are somehow part of Israel's lost tribes, and that believers from this ethnicity will have special power and privilege in a time to come. 
it's really all unfounded and a bunch of lies. But biblically and spiritually speaking, the key of David is a signet of power. Again, the prophet Isaiah used this term when he prophetically told the palace secretary of the day, Shebna, that he was going to be replaced by God because of his corruption and sinfulness. Isaiah declares that God will rest the, quote, key to the house of David on the shoulder of a newly appointed servant. The key of David phrase appears later on in the Bible in the book of Revelation, chapter 3, verse 7. It's a word used about Jesus, the holder of the key of David. So whereas last week we understood Jesus to be the champion conquering death in the grave, freeing his people as a banner and a rallying point, this week we understand that Jesus, with the key of David or as the key of David, has all control and all authority. And the word pictures of the antiphon turn from battle language to a language of a coming peace. Think of those words, open wide our heavenly home. For those who have freedom from evil and victory over the grave, there is a hope and a promise of a home that is a heavenly one. Another image that might come to mind as we reflect on this antiphon is that of a shepherd. A shepherd guides and makes safe pathways closing other pathways that might be harmful or dangerous. One can make out the lyrical and metaphorical echoes of Psalm 23 amongst the Antiphon's words about the two very different pathways. First, the plea to make safe the way leading on high is akin to the Lord as shepherd guiding in paths of righteousness and leading beside quiet waters. You know, we people like sheep, We often get ourselves into trouble. We often find ourselves on that path that leads to misery. And we find ourselves in all sorts of valleys of shadow of death. The song here calls for the one who can close off the path leading to misery. The one true good shepherd. So how does this relate to football and people in the beautiful game? Well, as I said, we all tend to get sideways and get off track, especially when we're on our own. I've seen many of us, including myself, who get down that path of misery. We make poor decisions. We make mistakes. We sin. We really mess up. It's important to have someone with authority that we can look to, that we can trust in the big and small decisions and moments of life that we face. I think another relational point for people in football is even in the title that's used of this coming Messiah, Key of David. You know, often in sports, we talk about finding the quote-unquote key. It can be a way of talking about figuring out the game, unlocking another level to our play, figuring out our opponent, or uh, somehow raising our competitive level, or finding that new or, or taking advantage of a particular opportunity or opening. Jesus, as the key of David, stands as the one who can unlock those things which are impossible to open and impossible to achieve. Now, namely, this means spiritual things like reconciliation with God and victory over sin and death in the grave. But more so than that, Jesus helps us to unlock things even in this life. He helps us to unlock things like joy and peace and forgiveness and more. And these things in the midst of whatever part of the world and whatever condition that we might find ourselves in spiritually, emotionally, physically, financially, and more. My friends, today, wherever in the world the beautiful game might be taking you, for better or for worse, 
There stands one who is the key to unlocking more than you or I could ever hope or imagine. He's already won the victory. He's been given all authority. He holds the kingly keys to heaven and earth. He is Jesus. He is Emmanuel. O key of David and scepter of Israel, what you open, no one can close again. What you close, no one can open. O come to lead the captives from prison. Free those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death. O come, thou key of David, come, and open wide our heavenly home. Make safe the way that leads on high, and close the path to misery. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. Say